following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a, uh, a an, another episode of Colts fans. Are we fans? Are we still fans? I don't know anymore. Fucking Bills land. Bills still suck. Y'all got no rings. Eat a <laughs> dick. Hey, hope you're all doing well, listeners. Um it's wildcard weekend and uh just like just like the Colts we're uh we're sitting at home ouch and thinking about next year how are you feeling brandon probably just like bill belichick does have my shit pushed in <laughs> relatable in a sense yeah, listeners, we didn't. We had, we could not just bring ourselves to do an episode last week. We couldn't. It was painful. It hurt. I mean, I laughed. I laughed a lot, but it was. Well, we didn't show up. Just like the Colts didn't show up. It's crazy, right? I know, right? Uh, mostly, I laughed because if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. And the Colts blew a ninety-eight percent chance to get into the postseason with two losses back to back. It's crazy. They had 2% chance not to make the playoffs and landed a big number two right there in the field that last game. <laughs> Everything comes back to shit noises and, and just shit in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was embarrassing to, uh, to to lose to Jacksonville the way that we did and just looked flat, demoralized, out of energy, not passionate, uh, not really care. Like Josh Allen's sex life. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, man. It's it's been a hard couple weeks. Um, yeah, I, I guess retrospectively, if anything, um, I'm kind of glad it's over with because this this year has been an emotional roller coaster. I mean, you, every year you kind of wish your team gets into the postseason and does some good, but it just felt like the wheels were falling off towards the end. It just just shit didn't seem right. I don't know if it was for the sake of you know, hard knocks, got to get them views or, or what, but I just, I was, I was relieved. <laughs> I, I was sort of relieved. I, I was mad that we didn't get in. Cause I, I know we could have competed possibly, but at the same time, I was just like, okay, fine. It's, it's done with. Dude. It felt like ever since the, the, the COVID outbreak, 
you know, it was like a, a door, death nail right in the star coffin. I mean, we were riding pretty high, you know, we, we beat the Cardinals. Uh, it's just, and then COVID hit. We were feeling great. All right, yeah, we, we you know, we won this game without half our defense and, you know, all this stuff. And we went on like Christmas Day and beat the, like, the hottest team in the NFC. You know, we just beat the Patriots the week before. Then COVID hit. And we squeak. We, I mean, we barely lose the Raiders. We look listless. We didn't look at like the team that we, we've known for the last couple of weeks. All right, well, you know what? COVID hit. It was a weird week. We get it. We'll, we'll take care of Jacksonville. And then that game happened, and it was just the biggest egg I've ever seen a team lay ever in my entire life. Yeah. I just – I don't know. My, my whole attitude flipped within those two weeks. The end of that Cardinals game, I swear we're making a deep run. And then end of the Jaguars game, we would have got our – we would have got – we got stomped out by any playoff team. Yeah. The way that we played it's isn't it stupid. shameful that the it, it pans out that way it literally sucked the life out of me and i like I, I was like even after the raiders lost i was like uh it would have been nice to kind of punch the ticket in them but it's like whatever we can get, we can get them next week but yeah it just left a such a bad taste in my mouth these last two weeks having to endure what we did i was just so surprised by the lack of of effort and passion uh that, that came from the player there's no urgency no no nothing at all and i mean just it it legitimately might be one of the biggest it's definitely the biggest playoff like regular season collapse that the colts have had i think yep um it could go up there as one of the biggest in nfl history i know there's been some bad ones starting off eight no nine nine and oh and just losing the rest of the way but Man, when you have a 98% chance with two weeks left to get in, all you have to do is beat either A, the Raiders, or B, the, the Jags. The team in the league. Yep, and you can't do it. It's, uh, yeah, it's shameful. It's 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 bad. And there's a lot of things that can go, for, like, just be attributed to, you know, just the team, Carson, um, the offensive line's been playing really bad. Yeah, what were your, sec- some your, banged your, up your secondaries. biggest reasons why we lost that game? Um, I think Carson is is definitely up there. Carson, the offensive line, and our pass rush sucks. It it's so. I I don't. I mean, I get it. We're young on the line, but I, I couldn't believe like Defoe is like not getting any pressure, and it's like we traded a, a first round pick for this dude. And he just, I, 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 I know you're saying that he was playing with a knee injury. Every other game yeah. has been electric. So, yes, we, we did trade a first round pick for this dude. And usually he has he's been, been good, phenomenal, but it's like phenomenal. I think, okay, One I bag. can't put it all, I can't put it all on default. But there's also a lot of times, man, where I just feel like he doesn't, there's, I don't feel like I have the superstar D tackle sometimes. He, he create, he disrupts the backfield on occasion. Maybe it's just a a unit thing. We got two young, you know, some young edge rushers. We gave up some decent veteran pass, you know, edge rushers, and I think we suffered for it. You know, that's yeah. that's at least on field. Um, you know, even like I I haven't watched Hard Knocks since probably the Tampa Bay week. You haven't? Oh boy, no. And because I'm just that's just how I am. That's how just frustrated. 
I get with this squad that I'm just like, I don't, you know, I just want you to win games. I don't care. Get it. You're all great people. Yada, yada, yada. But I don't Wait, care. You didn't watch that through the, uh, the, the Patriot game. Okay. That's, that's fair. And that was probably, that was the last one. That, that was the last one I did. That's fair. Just to see if we were on though. And then I didn't care. Um, <laughs> but it's like, then you watch like Jim Mercy or not Jim Mercy. Well, Jim Mercy was, he's just, that face was scary, but um you know, Frank Reich's like post game like speech to the locker room. I'm just like, you like, where's this? Where's the fighter? Where like, where's the fire and passion? Why why aren't you know who? Why aren't people being held accountable? Like, well, I, I get that. And I heard a lot of criticism about that, but it's the last game of the year. You know, you 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 rail into these guys. Is it going to do any good? You already lost. Most of the guys, like some of the guys in the locker room, aren't going to be back next year. So you, you don't like. What do you do? Like hold, hold people accountable that aren't going to be there. You, you've know you know what happened. They know what happened. They don't feel good about it either. Why kick a dog while it's already down? I get that. Nothing that he could say or do is going to put them in the playoffs. Right. Nothing he can say or do is going to make them feel better about what happened. So. You know, if you were to kick them while he's down, show some fire, show some passion. Oh, he, you know, he's not angry enough. At that point, being angry is not gonna not gonna help anything. It's too late. You already passed that point. Which is, you know, I mean, that's a fair point. But it, it was like that, like all year. It's just like, oh, gotta climb the mountain, gotta climb the mountain, gotta climb the mountain. And that was like all, like everything after every like loss, gotta climb the mountain. And it's like, you know, these teams that are in there and winning, you know. The, the McDermott's of the world, the Belichick's, the these you know the Arians, the, these these guys, the fired up, passionate when they're when they're talking to their team, and not, not when just thing when things are good. Yeah, you know but what I mean. That's not right. That's not right. He's consistent at least with, who and that's he is. that's why I'm concerned. That's well, that's I mean, that's why the, I'm concerned. The dude that got us a Super Bowl was the same way. Tony Dungy, nice, even keeled. You know, he didn't like rail into his players. I get it. Like that's that's just who Reich is. He's he's a successful coach. He's been great. But like, all right, chips are down. Things are going bad. You don't change your approach. I, I prefer that over him. All right, yeah, you know things are looking bad. So now he's going to be a douchebag. No, at least hey, things are tough. Right, right the ship, but do it being you and not being phony. I I I, I get the criticism, but i much prefer him being who he is and being truthful to, to, to the person of, you know, Frank Reich than him trying to be a Jim or uh, trying to be a Bill Belichick, right. uh, trying to be someone that he's not. But do you think, and that that's fine. I, I, I love Frank Reich, the person, but do you think that like the Colts need somebody to really like get like, light, like really truly light a fighter under their ass no. as a unit? No, no. I mean, Honestly, if the, the, that last game would have went differently, uh, if, if we were to beat the Jaguars, we wouldn't be having this conversation. He'd be in the conversation for coach of the year, right? Like he was in that, that conversation up until those last two games. So you, you can't pin the man's legacy on those two games. Yeah, those, those last two games stunk. You know, we were not happy with the result. But at the end of the day, he was a coach of the year candidate until those last two games. Right. And now that he lost those last two games, oh, you know, should we get rid of him? You know, I don't like that. It's it's judging those last two games too harshly versus what happened the last, uh, you know, 14 games, the last 15 weeks where, you know, he took the squad and and built them into something that we were all happy about. 
up until those last two games. I mean, we've been, it was up and down more so for, for myself. And we've, we've had our conversations about that, you know, the, those, those heartbreaking losses and stuff. It, it, it always, it's always going to come back to that, you know, should have did this, should have did that, should have, would have, could have. And, and that's, there's, you know, we definitely had a nice long stretch where we were like, okay, this team can do some things. And it was, it was, a, it was certainly a nice feeling. Um, but obviously shit needed to change. Something, something had to change, you know, after just the way that the guys laid an egg the last yeah. couple of weeks, you know, something needed to change. Even if they got in the postseason, whether it be, you know, narrowly beating Jacksonville or like coming back on Jacksonville or, or somehow the other teams losing and, and a tie helped them out. You know, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a great look. It wasn't a great look for this, for the team at all. Um, so something needed to change. And Jim Irsay has been pretty fired up on, you know, social media about it. Uh, they called, you know, Ballard and, and Reich into a meeting, uh, you know, immediately after the game that night. And, you know, Ballard had his, his annual postseason press conference, um, which didn't necessarily leave me feeling as optimistic this year as it did last year. I felt like I felt more hopeful last year than I did this year. But um, but yeah, there's a lot because of that, the way the season ended. That's why you feel more hopeful. You know, we made the playoffs last year, you know, uh, Philip Rivers kind of turned a corner. I get it. And, and you know, we were more hopeful about, oh, man, we're, we really got something going on. And now, you know, we get just our th- our souls ripped from our bodies. And the way that it ended, it stunk. Right. But we're not in a worse shape now than we were last year. We're I not. just feel like I have more questions at the end of this one than I did last year. I, I, you know what you know what I mean? Like we don't know what our quarterback situation. It's probably going to be Carson. We didn't know what we had last year either, though. We had like a forty-two-year-old quarterback that was kind of late retirement already. Right. You know, we the, the only thing that we're in worst pick is we don't have a, a first-round draft pick. That's what stinks. We don't have a first-round draft pick. Right. Um. And yeah, some just some of these other players, these free agents. Uh. You know, there's just I I don't I I don't know where the Colts go from here. That's, that's mean, we, we didn't have an MVP candidate on our team last year. We've got that right. now. Yeah, we didn't have like us like our defense wasn't as great as it was this year. Our defense is a lot better this year than it was last year. Yeah, we got some people coming back from injury. Blackman, that should be great. Rocky Asin got hurt the first series of the last game. That was you tough. Know, had he been healthy, I I think we you know it, the game would have been different. It would have. Um. You know, I, I feel like we're going to go a little bit younger on, on in the secondary. Xavier Rhodes can't come back, uh, right? He can't. I, I feel like I, – I, I feel as hopeful for next year as I did last year. I mean, worst comes to worst, we, we run it back with Carson. It'll be a second time in the, in the, in the you know, in the scheme on the right. team. It'll be the first time we'd have back-to-back starting quarterbacks in the same year. That's true. It's got to be a good thing, you know, or we upgrade that position, which would be great. I'm cool with that too. I'm completely cool with that. Cause I mean, there like, a, like there was a lot of like weird, like that's the thing, like body language things said that were interesting that were going around about, you know, not being completely sure on if Carson's the guy going forward and stuff, which I found particularly interesting. I mean, if they do end up having to keep him, um, you know, if they do end up having to keep him, we're hopeful. Okay. Right. He's got to improve, right. He's got to get better. Yeah. Maybe this, maybe this motivates him, but there are, it's, it's slim 
it's definitely a, the options are a lot slimmer than it was last off season. Um, you know, the, the, the possibility of a couple upgrades, uh, you know, obviously the Rogers rumors are running rampant. Uh, Russell Wilson is certainly a possibility. He's, he kind of, he had a, he had a weird comment at the end of his game the other day, uh, the week 18 game, about this was his last one and handed the ball to the ref. And I think it may be in reference to being with Seattle. Um, and there's a couple other, there's, there's a very, very select few that maybe trade options and stuff, but um, it's very unlikely that I think we get a massive upgrade at quarterback. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, just the way that his contract is, I mean, and uh, there's no free agent uh, out there that's going to be a massive upgrade at all. You know, the, I think the best free agent, like best and sure thing free agent is Jameis Winston. I wouldn't, you know, say that he's a huge upgrade over Carson Wentz or an upgrade at all. I, I actually might run, might rate Carson higher than Jameis. Yeah. Um, if we were to luck on into a, a Rodgers or a Wilson, that'd be great. We don't have the draft capital to get a Derek Carr, uh, a Jimmy Garoppolo, or Rodgers. I mean, you know, he's not going to be a free agent. You have to you have to trade for these guys. Yeah. And you know, without a first round pick this year, um, Ballard likes his picks. He's pretty stingy when it comes to that. Unless it's Ursay kind of pushing him and saying, "No, you need to make a a, a draft. You need to make a big change, a, a big trade." I don't see us getting one of those landmark quarterbacks. So I really do think we run it back one more time, once. I do. Yeah, that's that's kind of where my head's at. Um, yeah, and you messaged me at the end of that Jacksonville, towards the end of the Jacksonville game, and you're just like, he's not our guy. And that's what makes it so hard. Like, we're in this situation where we got we have to run it back with him. Yeah. We, we, we probably have to. And it's like, it's, it's, it's uneasy. Um, you know, who knows? There could be some Ballard magic still left in here, but this is, you know, this, this could be, you know, this is probably the biggest whiff of his of his tenure. This this you know, this Wentz trade. If you can have it, it back, who would you who would you make a bigger effort for? If you can have last off season back, if would I you have, have been, last off season back? I mean, half of me still would love to have Stafford. I still would not feel comfortable giving up that much that that the Rams did to get him. I mean, I know. God, this is just like the dreamer in me, the optimist, the forever glass half full guy. I would have put all my chips in the middle of the table and said, Andrew Luck, what will it take to get you back? <laughs> Honestly, like I, I mean, watching him back at the, the college national game and him with that dorky mustache, that laugh, you could tell like he still loves football. He still gets a twinkle in the eye when it talks about football. He's built like I a kicker now, though. <laughs> he, Hey, trust me. I've seen him come back from after that soldier so shoulder injury when he looked like he was a, a you know a leukemia patient. Yeah, and then came back looking jacked like Brock Lesnar. Like it, it only take him a couple months to get to to the level that he needs to get to. I would have done whatever I could to get him back. I just I can I know this team is built for a guy like Andrew Luck. He was the best quarter quarterback I've ever watched. Sometimes like he had that magic and. It's just, it's, it just sucks knowing what the team would be with him under center versus what we've had the last couple of years. Yeah. He was so damn good. He was. His, his highs were higher than anyone else I've ever seen before. They really are. They really were. It's, um, it's, it's wild, but yeah, it, it, 
the team is really focused. All chips are in. Guys have to be, you know, they're going to have an off season. Guys have to be in camp and, and all this stuff. And if you're not in, yada, yada, yada. I just, I got to see the action. That, that's that's just what I'm waiting for. I know we got to wait for it. I got to see this action. I got to feel that change. I got to feel that optimism. I got. Oh, I got to see the. I got to see the optimism. Oh well, with uh, the Cowboys just now officially losing, um, they just made you know Dak a bunch of money. Uh, Derek Carr lost yesterday. Any chance we might be able to get like a Derek Carr? Maybe maybe look at Dak situation. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe that'd be great. God, what I would do for like one of those guys. Give me a Derek Carr. Give me a Dak. Man. I wanted Derek Carr last year. He was top five, in my opinion, as far as guys we could have acquired. Um, I don't know. He has a contract. They got to figure out his contract going into this offseason. He has one more year left. But I, I, I think there's a thing saying, like, if they don't extend him this year, they're going to look to, like, you know, cut baits and get something for him. Yeah. Um, and I guess his tenure is kind of tied to the, the new head coach. So if the head coach is like, no, nah, I don't want Derek Carr, let's try and see what we can get for him. Yeah. Start I, fresh. I, I mean, take- I, I, I feel so much better about this if there were some good, like, QB prospects coming up at the draft. There are no young guys. No one's happy with the, the current crop. If we had last year's crop, you know, I – I feel better. Uh, even this twenty twenty, even the twenty twenty one crop wasn't really. If, if that's what you're referring to, the twenty twenty one crop. It, I, people had hope in in Lawrence, in Wilson, in Fields. You know, people felt better about them in, in uh, Matt Jones. Uh, but I mean, like, I think everyone in this next year's draft or this upcoming year's draft has like a day two grade on them. You know, yeah. so I, it's it's going to be a lot more competition for people to get a. Uh, a quarterback like a veteran quarterback this year than last year no without a doubt without a doubt so yep we're we're running it back ladies and gentlemen yes we are yes we are yes we are um let's see so what we're gonna do listeners going forward we just wanted to touch base with you just kind of go over everything um what we're going to do this offseason, we're not going to force anything. You know, last last offseason, we wanted to establish you as our listener base. We played games. We did lists. We did little mini draft things. We did all sorts of different conversation pieces. Um, we're going to try and touch base with you every couple of weeks or as soon as something big happens. Um, you know, uh, maybe a big trade, a big, a big signing. A- or Mahomes pushing Josh Allen's, you know, anal cavity inside of himself (laughs) one can only wish right um (laughs) but yeah so that's that's the deal with this this show kind of going forward in this offseason that we'll obviously be back full-time uh once training camp and stuff gets underway so uh thank you so much everybody for your support this season again hopefully maybe next year colts fans we're uh we're ending this season at a uh, ending this season on a much higher and happier note but uh, only time will tell Brandon, do you have a last-minute rant for us, my man? No. Nope. Everything was just broken in my soul. Watching what the the Jaguars did to us and then watching the Bills did to the Patriots. Honestly, we beat both those teams, and we were not in the playoffs. It just it hurts. That hurts. Sure does. It does. But, all right, everybody, that is it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you as soon as uh, – Something cool. Andrew, happens. come back, baby. I swear I'll do whatever it takes. I'll change. I'm a change <laughs> man.
you know, whatever. I'll, 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 I'll be nicer to your parents. I'll, I'll take out the trash. I will, I'll rub your back. Anything you want, Andrew, please, please. Anything. Oh, I'm a full-time dad now. <laughs> God. Kids aren't that much fun. I love my son. He's great. But sometimes I just want to leave the house. So, you, you know, you want to too, Andrew. It's okay. It's okay. Come back, please. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you next time right here on Colts fans. Yay. And... <laughs> In Bill's land. Y'all still ain't got no rings, so shut up.